I'm over here now. I was over there. Now I'm over here. Sure. I'll bring all my shoes and my, my glasses with me. So I have them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with the OGs on the block to see the terror Eating pasta, primavera, feeding caca, be together People never know the wild shit we might say Grew up on Eddie Murphy, Jerky Boys, and Dice Play. I've been waking up nights, screaming Brooklyn Blast podcast Mama took my porn mags, jerkins, and a soft rags Easy when we talk about Mr. Ferrari Cause we go way back when we used to play Atari Sparked weed, taking shots like the Fratelli's RV Doing donuts in the parking lot at Arby's Car keys, now you can't leave, lock the door Please, Jimmy's on a mission. Time to start the intervention. Let's go. What's up? Before I start this episode, this full-length bonus episode with um, Richie Crutch from Wisdom and Chains, Z9, Crutch, all these bands. Um, when I was done recording, I realized that I didn't shout out my sponsors and I didn't mention the uh, songs that I that I put on the end of it. So, real quick, fast. Um, Sponsors, support Dead Sled Coffee. Follow them on Instagram at Dead Sled Coffee. Go to deadsledcoffee.com. You type in the promo code Brooklyn Blast. You'll get 20% off of your order. And anything over $60 is free domestic shipping. Check them out. They're dope. Small companies support little small businesses. Um, Second, Generation Records, located at 210 Thompson Street in the West Village here in New York City. Follow them on Instagram at Generation Records. If you cannot make it to the, uh, to the brick and mortar actual physical store, um, you want to support a small business, they have an eBay page. Just type in Generation Records. And you could also go to generationrecords.bigcartel.com. They have a whole bunch of stuff up there that you can purchase online and have delivered to your house. Once again, Generation Records, located at 210 Tom Street in the West Village, a staple in the West Village that's been around since 1992, and they're still going, so support them. Last and definitely not least, New Republic Printing. Follow them on Instagram at New Republic Printing. They also have a page on Facebook, it's New Republic. Um, if you go to newrepublicprinting.net, there's a drop-down menu where you can select whatever brand of T-shirt, whatever you want, something printed on you can select that hit up steve mccarthy on facebook you can talk to him directly um there's no setup fees there are no screen fees and anything delivered to a commercial address is free ups ground shipping so you can get a thousand shirts made up for your little local band and you can get 50 boxes delivered to your job for no extra cost whatsoever. Nobody can beat that. Nobody does that, period, and finish. That's why he's been in business for over almost 20 years. So, and uh, without further ado, I never say this, and I never really promote it, but um, if you want, if you feel like throwing a couple of bucks here and there, um, there's a Patreon page. If you go to patreon.com slash the Brooklyn Blast Furnace, you can become a patron. Um, and follow the podcast on Instagram at the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. Um, there's a link in the bio that's, that's uh, you click on it and it brings you to my link tree, which it has every platform, every major platform where you can get the podcast on, including the YouTube link and all of that, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of that. Um, so yeah, this was this was fun. Um, if you don't know Richie Crutch, <laughs> he's very sarcastic. He likes to push buttons on purpose. Um, 
That's just him. And I think it's hilarious because I know what's behind his wise ass comments. Um, but other than that, fine and upstanding gentlemen. Um, and we close out this, uh, the podcast with the song, the title track of the new Z9 EP. It's called We Don't Come in Peace. And I chose a Wisdom and Chain song for after that. And I chose Song to My Killer. So off of the God Rhythm album. So listen, enjoy. I appreciate you listening. Until next week. Later. Richie Crutch. Richie Mancuso. Also known as Richie Crutch. Wisdom and Chains. Obviously Crutch. Box Cutter. Are we allowed to say coming correct? Yes. <laughs> and Z9. That's right. Yeah, new shit. Yep, brand new. Fast Break Records. Album is called an EP, right? Five, yeah, five songs, uh, five originals, one cover. We don't come in peace. There's two, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. There's two songs out that Fast Break put out? There's actually three songs. We did the first one. Uh, premiered with Decibel. That's We Don't Come in Peace. The second one debuted with In Effect. That was that the was Dead Man. Dead Man. And then now one that just premiered today on No Echo called Gone. So three have been, yeah, three are out, I guess, right now. Very nice. So what the hell's been going on? Eh, same stuff, working. You work in the right city, right? If, all right? Hold on, let me back up. You're, you're in Pennsylvania right now? Yeah. The fatherland, we call it. Oh, Christ. We get it. We know it's the <laughs> way the kings. I, we get Keystone. I, I get it. <laughs> do, you, do you like banana splits? All right. Why do I feel like I'm walking into a ridiculous joke? Banana splits were invented right here in Pennsylvania. Right oh, here in Pennsylvania. Just letting you know before you say anything bad. Banana splits. <laughs> That's true, though. I, listen, I'm, I'm not mad at banana splits. It's not really my thing. Mine either, but I was shocked to find that out. I was like, uh, that was pretty cool. Where'd you find that out? Where'd you get that little tidbit of information? I just recorded an episode for the podcast of just questions. And one question was, why do you guys always gas up PA? So I did another episode with nothing but PA facts and praise. And that was one of the things I found out during my research. All right. Banana splits invented in Pennsylvania. What part of Pennsylvania? Uh, Central Pennsylvania in, in a pharmacy. In a pharmacy. All right. You know, like back, in, you know, how back in the day, the pharmacies were kind of like a hangout and soda fountains. And, yeah, you get like a milkshake in the fucking pharmacy. Yeah. Also flavored sodas invented in Pennsylvania. The first really? one being root beer. Really? Yeah. Mike, Ty Mike Tyson was born in Brooklyn. Top that, motherfucker. Benjamin Franklin. Whatever. That's old school. C come on. You want to go old school? Yeah. Thing? Come on. Just because it's the beginning of things doesn't mean it's the best. New York is a great place. I don't diss New York. I'm just this with this. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't diss Pennsylvania either. I like to break your balls. I love I love New York. That's yeah, my, it's my I, favorite I, city in the world. New York City. I'm not mad at Pennsylvania at all. I have nothing bad to say about Pennsylvania, but I have to break your shoes. Of course. Of course. Of course. So now. All right. So you're in Pennsylvania. And you work in the city, right? I see pictures. You're on rooftops, not far from where I work in the middle of Manhattan. All throughout New York City, the boroughs, Manhattan mostly. 
I commute every day. Right. That's what I was getting at. How fucking long is your, that's gotta be insane because you break your ass. Like you do physical labor. So you must wake up at the crack of dawn, commute, break your ass, commute again. Like how long do you even hang out at your house for at the end of the day before you got to do the whole shit all over again? I wake up at usually three 30. That's retarded. If I got to go or an earlier start, I get up early, but I get up around three 30. I usually take for most jobs a 445 bus and that gets me to Manhattan with plenty of time. I'll chill outside for a little while. And then we usually work till 2.30, 3.30. Concrete laborer, local 18A. So yeah, that's what I do. Fuck. And then you get back on the fucking bus. Take, well, you know, the subway first, depending where I'm at. Yeah. Back to the, that back to the Port Authority, jump on the bus, back to the fatherland. <laughs> Put something on in the oven, boom, 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 and we're back at it, baby. One, two, three. Been doing that. Been been in this local over almost twenty five years. And you've been doing that commute every fucking day for more than two decades. That's right, nonstop, baby. <laughs> listen, I, listen, listen. I, honestly, bro, all jokes aside, I give you props for doing that, bro. One hundred percent. That's no joke. What that's else that's for doing? real blue collar shit. That's breaking your ass. Yeah, it's it's yeah, you, well, and, and so you work for the shit you got. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's it. I got nothing that I didn't that I didn't earn. There you and, go. Uh, well, I got gifts. I got people. Some, some people gave me gifts. I got a dope ass guitar behind me. You probably can't see it. I can that, see it. Uh, my homie Juicy Joel gave me. All Respect right. to him. He painted it up and everything. He's a real good artist, man. Really, really good. All right. That's good but shit. Yeah, we give gifts to, you know. You, you, Listen, gifts don't count. Something. Gifts don't fucking count. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I don't want, you know, I, I like to earn my stuff. Like, you know, like most men, I like to earn my stuff. Right. Like most men. Yeah. Yeah. And it's concrete. That's what men do. Concrete. Right. And, we'll, and we get paid. And then when we go home and uh, we die young and then that's it. We see what's next. We ain't worried about it. I'm not worried about nothing either. Nobody's worried about it. <laughs> oh, God. So now, what's going on with Wisdom and Change right now? Anything? Uh, we have a show coming up at the end of this month, October 30th in Salt Lake City at a place called The Beehive. All right. And that, that show was booked way before the pandemic, but it was booked that March of the pandemic. Brutal. So, yeah. yeah. So the planes got shut down. Unfortunately, the, you know, the promoter bought the tickets already, but, but luckily they were able to uh, change the dates on the, on the tickets. And this was the date, October 30th. So this is the one show that we had for over a year that happened to be, you know, that we uh, were going to play because we don't want, you know, the person to lose any money, this and that. Yeah. So we got that. Other than that, we got like nothing planned, nothing, uh, nothing else booked at the moment so the shows are coming back man i i i well well you did do the tompkins square park thing yeah yeah we did that one because uh we happened to be out to eat that night uh this night and uh cuz joe was with us and he was talking about it and it, it was either him or luke it was me luke joe was there from wisdom so there was like you know there was there was one two what's that three or four three of us were there and then some other guys. And when Cousin Joe mentioned it, Luke was like, yo, why aren't we playing? And Cousin was like, I don't know. Why aren't you playing it? Play it. Yeah. Like, What's going on? And, and then we said, yeah, let's fucking play it. So, yeah, we, 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 we got on that one like out of nowhere. Yeah, I remember and, that. Uh, yeah, and that was a lot. Did you go? You didn't even go. I didn't go. 
I listen. A lot of people are scared of the COVID. I listen. I'm not fucking. I had it, and I'm still walking around. I listen. Hold on. Relax yourself, Uh because I'm in the. I thank God I never stopped working throughout this whole thing. Right? I never stopped. So I take the train. I take the R train and the D train every single day back and forth. Not wearing a mask. Still don't wear a mask. Haven't worn a mask now. Did I get the fucking the COVID? I got it. I didn't announce it, but I got it. And I was jacked up for like two or three days with a bad fever. And then I just felt like shit. Then I lost my taste. That was the worst. But I got it back in like two weeks. There was not one point of the entire time that I was in fear of my life or anything like that. Now I got antibodies. So now I definitely don't wear a mask. And that's it. Well, you know, I know some people who... uh had COVID two, three, even four times. Yeah. I know somebody who was fully time. vaccinated and got it twice. I know two people fully vaccinated that ended up in the hospital. Yeah, it's good. But I'm just saying, I, I, I always thought like, once you get it, you're not going to get it again. Now I'm seeing people who got it like multiple times. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I think they don't know anything about it. It's all a roll of the dice. It is. So, no, I'm not I'm not scared of it. That's not why I went. Well, I, I just I assumed maybe you were. So I was saying. Uh, stop it. No, I think I had my daughter that weekend. There's something else was going on or something like that. But it definitely wasn't because of COVID. That's for sure. You know, on the subway, I wear a mask just because everybody else is usually wearing a mask. I don't. I stand there like today on my way back from work today. I was standing up. The, the D train was delayed. And when it pulled into 42nd Street, Bryant Park, it was jam-packed. I'm up against the doors. I'm looking at everybody with a mask. I'm the only one without a mask. And everyone's looking at me like I'm the fucking crazy one. Listen, you're wearing a mask. I'm safe. Yeah. but I mean, Listen, if you're wearing a bandana, that's known to be a face covering, and that prevents viruses. We all know. I'm just, I just cooperate with society as much as I can. If I see my fellow man... If I walk into a store you're and they so have a mask fun. on, oh, I'll so throw fun. one up. You're if so they don't have one on, I won't put one on. I just, I just, I'm a cooperator. I, I, uh, I appreciate my American, my American family. Uh, That's all. I cooperate. You're such a sarcastic. So you're so full of shit. That's true, though. I mean, I, so I trust me. I don't want to wear a mask, but if I walk in a store and everybody's got in Pennsylvania, it, it's not even an issue. It's, I know. You know, it's New York. In, in, it's like the testing ground, yeah. bro. Yeah, in, in Manhattan, group. it's a different story. So, yeah. so if I walk in a place and they say, or, or, or if everybody just happens to have one on, boom, I'll throw it on. If it's half and half, I'd leave it off. Right. I'll leave yeah. it off unless, if someone asks me to put it on, then I'll put it on. But I'm not voluntarily wearing it. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. That's just it. I'm not going to walk around. You see people riding bicycles in the middle of the street wearing a mask. Yeah, know. that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's a little bananas to me. I don't know. The New Yorkers are uglier by nature, so I do appreciate the man. Yeah, cover that all up. Cover it up. I agree. A thousand percent. Cover it up. <laughs> so so nothing's really good. Like you have any shit written or anything like that for wisdom? Oh, musically, yeah. Musically, we have so much music written. But so what's up? What is it? What is it? Fucking Rhoda is fucking holding you up? No, Rhoda's the machine. Rhoda's I know. The, I'm breaking balls. That, I know. That's kind of why he ended up in, in Z9 because he was, I was just kind of, wisdom was like dead in the water. Like we just couldn't get anything done. And we had big plans. When the pandemic hit, I got excited. I said, oh shit, I'm going to have some time off. Yeah. Boom. I said, listen, we got this split seven inch 
Uh, we put out a split seven inch with Sharp Shock. I said, we got this in yeah. effect. Let's put out this split seven inch. Let's get two videos ready before the next album. Boom, boom. We have plenty of time to do it. I'm going to buy some recording gear. We'll demo and write in a different way than we're used to. And we just couldn't get it going. So kind of like after a while, we just kind of gave up attempting. And I started writing the other stuff. And Luke was, Luke was like signaling to me that he was bored and he wants to write music. So I said, I'm, I'm, I've been writing. So if you want to join in, join in. Yeah. You know, so Luke is definitely, he's a monster. He loves, loves playing the drums. Yeah. Luke, and I Luke. think, I don't want to say his news, but Luke is in another band now that maybe he'll say something soon, but it's a New York hardcore band an old legendary name and he's uh he's with that outfit now and really we'll, uh, yeah we'll see if he says anything well that's fucking got me fucking piqued my fucking interest could it be youth of today <laughs> you no it can't be youth of today with Luke. <laughs> come on what is wrong with you that's your favorite band now i don't like youth of today i, I know you know. don't i actually bro i'm not a Listen, I, I, do I consider you saying that I'm smoking drugs right now? It's You're a drug fire. addict. It's all right. Everybody's a drug addict. <laughs> Bro, this is like the most. You, you want to know for a segment of the Post America podcast, if you could even use me, you want to know what's feminine? Hmm. That thing that you babes, 100%. It's the worst. And it's like strawberry mango flavor. It's feminine, bro. But it doesn't, but it, but it prevents me from smoking. I haven't smoked a cigarette since September 21st, 2018. All because of that? Yeah. Is that better than a cigarette? That's what they say, but it's like it's like coronavirus. Nobody knows nothing. But I do know that there's a hell of a lot less chemicals in this than a cigarette. Mm. So it's gotta be a little bit better. I don't is it good for you? Absolutely not. But why don't you try a nicorette? Try nicorette. I don't know. I don't chew gum like that. Chewing gum is feminine. No, it's like yeah, you're gonna blow bubbles, you're gonna crack your gum, you're gonna crack it. makes your jaw it. big, like a, a man got a big fat jaw. What do you mean to make you feminine? <laughs> it's feminine. Oh, you got a piece of fucking juicy fruit for me? Stop. You don't see girls chewing gum. That's disgusting. That's not feminine. I don't see guys chewing gum either. I don't chewing look for people chewing. chewing tobacco, gum. This is masculine traits. Is it? Only Big League Chew is masculine. Oh, I love Big. That's one of my favorites. Big League Chew. It gets too liquidy, bro. It's too much. It's no That's why I love. Spit it all over the place. I do bubble tape. I love bubble tape. Anything <laughs> with that old school powder on it. I love the old school powder. I do, bu- I do bubble tape. Yeah, bubble tape is great. Yeah, so <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? Um... There was something we were talking about. Oh, you to uh, today. Oh, you today, yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. so I can I can consider myself I can't consider myself straight edge or whatever, but even when I was out there drinking and doing stupid shit, I would say I wouldn't like abide by the rules or the power of suggestion to their quote unquote message at all. But the break down the walls record it, to me is fucking a masterpiece. And I love that record. I yeah, love all you to today shit. That's but then again, like you could, record. you're right. You know, Judge is a great straight edge band. You know, the best in my opinion, it's the top three for me. Yeah. You know, and uh, but I get what you're saying. Like, uh, why don't you like Youth of Today? <laughs> it's uh, if Youth of Today was by itself, well, right now Youth of Today they they play with members that aren't even straight edge anymore, and that's kind of like defeats the whole purpose. You're right. defeating the whole purpose. You're overcooking the steak. You're overcooking the steak. Basically, and if Shelter, when Shelter started, not a fan, like you got to stop with Youth of Today. Youth of Today should be over. If you're the singer of Youth of Today, 
No more youth of today. Now just do shelter. Because if you come out in that Krishna costume, you can't come out now in Nikes and a champion. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now it's just, it's, it's cars play or whatever they call it. It's Halloween. Yes. It's one or the other to me. Like, you know, I, it's hard to take serious. Like I like hardcore because there's supposed to be no gimmicks. Right. Now you're showing me the gimmick and I don't like it. I don't want to see behind the curtain, but I, you know, they expose them. So, you know, (laughs) and I don't know who's who in the band. I just, you know, the singer wise, like he, in one band, he's got the whole outfit and the tambourine. And then in the next band, he got, you know, he looks like uh, he, got a Ma- he has Air Maxes and a champion. Yeah, it's a come on, one or the other. Like, you know, right. it's Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm a purist. Right. I'm a purist. Are you? Come on, Wisdom and Chains is a conglomerate of so much stuff. That's why you guys are unique. Sound wise, maybe, but not yeah. look wise. I mean, you oh, can no. look at me. I'm going to look the same way I'm going to look at when I'm at my Thanksgiving table eating. I'm not going to put on. Oh, a yeah, absolutely. Outfit. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I see you guys are like Joe walks on stage with like the same shit he wore at work that day. Said does happen sometimes. It's embarrassing, but it does happen. It's just not embarrassing. It's no, polish working man. Uh-huh. Yeah, sometimes we come right from work. That's the truth. I know. I've seen one it. of my favorite times was we had, we did a show with Body Count in Manhattan. Okay, and Body Count actually asked us to play, so we were. Sp- we were like psyched up. We're like, wow. Fuck yeah. How does body count even know who he is? <laughs> we, me and Joe working in the city. It's a Friday. We walked right into the club in our, in our construction clothes. Ice T's in the club. Yo, what's up? Wisdom and change. What's up? Mother. Even in our construction clothes, he knew who we were. There you so we go. were gassed up the rest of the day. We were like feeling like all like untouchable. You're feeling yourself. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but I, he might've been thinking, Oh, they do the construction gimmick. You know, who knows? Like, right. You could be. <laughs> <laughs> what was that show? A few, a uh, few years back and Madball was on a bill. Body count was on a bill. It was one of their, like they released maybe before they have a new one. Then they have another one before that. And the one before that, that's the one when they, they did a can full of shows. Okay. The access to play. Oh, but yo, I, I love that. I love the last two body count records, man. The Do recordings, you? the production. Yeah. Like I, I'm so jealous of like the, like as a musician, I would love to, to have like a budget, like a big budget and get like the tones that they All got right. and the drums, you know, it just sounds so big to me. I would, I love it. Yeah. All right. I'm not the yeah. biggest body count fan. Yeah, uh-huh. no, I could see that, you know. I mean, you're kind of racist, so you don't, you don't. You don't <laughs> want to do oh, my God. I didn't know if that was it. What do I know? I don't know why. It's so like stupid. Oh, no, it's, 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 listen, you know what I like that, you know what I see was involved in? Oh, no, I'm getting my shit all fucked up. You're thinking of the wrong black guy. See, this one. No, no, <laughs> no, you know what popped in my head? The song on the Ice Pick record with Jamie and Isaac that Ice T was on. Oh, Real Recognizes Real. Yeah, on. That's a great track. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. I thought Ice T, and then that's what I thought. I was like, Ice Pick, but I was like, no, he's only on a track. Yeah, yeah, that is a good song. I remember that. That's a very underrated record, Violent Epiphany. Yeah, it just came out and it was not followed up by anything. I think people might have forgot, but yeah, that was really cool. That fucking record is ridiculous. I still listen to that shit from time to time. I was re-listening to Hatebreed's uh, first demo not too long ago. That I love that. That's so dope. That's dope. I kind of tuned out from Hatebreed right after... Satisfaction. No. No. Oh. 
Um, Supremacy, maybe. Okay. Yeah. The one after... What the fuck was it? I don't know. It was Perseverance, then something. And it's fucking bothering me. Mm. I don't know. People who are fucking listening are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And it's going to come to me out of nowhere. Rise of Brutality. Oh, okay. I mean, and then the one that. after that, and then after that, I'm like, eh, all right. I respect it, but uh, it's redundant to me. Sorry. Yeah, it just, it, it became, it, it was outside of the scene. And I, I just, for that reason, I didn't really keep up with it much anymore. Right. Yeah. I'm not like into, you know, it's got to be right in my face for me to notice. Yeah. But I, the demo was so cool, but it's so like, oh, it's rappy rough. sounding. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, and, but it like adds to the whole allure and the vibe. Of but lyrically, course. it was really clever for like a little kid. Oh, yeah. And uh, you know, some of his like, you know, his anti-religious lyrics and stuff. It was cool, man. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I enjoy it, too. But some, but some things that, you know, for some reason, they seem to stand the test of time have very, um, very adolescent, cheesy lyrics. You know what I mean? Like so, what? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, what were we talking about before? As far as what? When, when, we, when we were texting each other before. Oh. What you said Z9 is, and it's not my style. Oh, Ramones, Ramones. Yeah, terrible. Ramones is classic. Ramones writes anthem after anthem. It's, it's like my, my only, like I, very few bands that would be considered close to mainstream. That's one of the few I'll indulge in. And uh, I really just like the Ramones. I mean, I don't know what they're singing about. I have no idea. To be honest, Why? But sonically, they just oh, it does. If they were a hardcore band, to me, they'd have to have good lyrics. Otherwise, I wouldn't like. Them. But since they're outside of that, they just have to sound a certain way. And then I appreciate it. Right. So when it comes to Ramones, I think they write anthems. When it comes to Coxbar, I think they write anthems. See, Coxbar is a great band. Yeah, Coxbar is a great band. And, and I'm not a big quote unquote punk guy. Yeah, no. I would I would say if anything they're in like an oi category, but oi is historically crappy. It's like right. the it's like, and here is a band the, I won't even put them as oi because they're so good, you know what right. I mean? And, and they just rise above. So yeah, Coxbar and Ramones just to me it's anthem after anthem. If there's any answer to those two bands in hardcore, I'd say it'd have to be Madball. That would consistently I always end up liking. You know what I mean? And, well, and, yeah, absolutely. Very yeah. consistent, consistent fucking release yeah. after release after release. Album after album, I'm finding tracks that are like, yes, oh, yeah. All right. Maybe not beginning to end all the time, but who right, can do right. That? You know, nobody does. Metallica had four great out, al- in my opinion, great albums in a row. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, who the hell does that? You know, very. And then they few, have but- some stinkers. Well, listen, you want to talk about that shit, like consistent. AF, dude. AF has songs that I appreciate off every release. Oh, my God. There's some records from beginning to end that are fucking just ridiculous. One voice. Yeah, one voice. I know. That's that's your Bible. I know. One voice, 100%. That was... That came out... I seen them so many times in New York around that time frame. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That might be why I like it, too, because I used to see them live so much back then. Around It's like a little nostalgia in the back of your head. That stuff. And uh, you know what else I love from AF? The live releases. Yeah. You know, I'm on that one, right? Oh, yeah? Yeah, the last last warning. 
Oh, that's dope, man. They all sound cool. They all sound really good. Right. You well, know? I'm, I'm going to tell you, and some people that are listening probably know, but maybe you're going to get smartened up right now because Last Warning is technically their second live at CBGB's. That's right before they broke up. Yeah. That was recorded in December of 1992 at CBS. Now they my favorite one. They oh, because I'm honest. Yeah. They uh, they open up with Undertow, mm. and then they go into Victim in Pain, right into Your Mistake, and the guy that screams "motherfucker" at the that's very true. end of Your Mistake is yours truly. Wow, that's great. And now all across everywhere and even times when I've seen them in the area of Philly, this is hardcore, all that. Whenever they play your mistake, somebody on the stage or whatever has the mic and screams, motherfucker, Roger, I want my fucking royalties. That's right. Or at least the fucking thing on, on a write up or something. <laughs> no, it's stupid. That's my little nonsensical place in music history because I'm not in a band. Well, I'll give you some. And, and I'm all over the layout. If you look at the layout, I'm all over it. Yeah, all over it. I, I got to revisit that. I used revisit. to definitely have it physically, but I haven't looked at it in years. The layout. Yeah, it's just a collage inside and out of just old pictures from inside the club that day. And even the last CBGB live at CBGB was great. The 2004 one, or 2000, 2004 was it? Yeah, with the the drums just sounded awesome on everything. Ridiculous shout out to Steve Gallo, hundred yeah. percent. Here's here's a trivia off from AF. Uh, undertow was originally called overtow. No, I'm just kidding. I know that's why I just looked away. Like, what the fuck's wrong? No, maybe I'm right. I don't know. You could be right. See, maybe Roger be like, actually, yeah. In Cuba, they reverse everything. They call it overtow. Could be. Could be. To Roger, get better, Roger. Yes, one hundred percent. And I'll let the cat out of the bag. I know. I know that that. Well, when this drops, this is going to drop on whatever date I told you. And then in a couple of weeks, hopefully, I will be recording Roger. Beautiful. beautiful. It's, been, it's been in the works. And then he told me he got sick. I didn't ask anything. And then I hit him up again. And he said sometime in October, early November, we'll record. Beautiful. Good. Surprised he hasn't been on. When's this one coming out? Um, all right. Well, what's today's date? Today is what, the 11th? This one is coming out. You're fo- well, actually, you're coming out. Well, we're on podcast time, so keep, you're following Hoya. Hoya just dropped, and then you're dropping on the 19th, because, I'm, because like I said, I wanted this to drop before the whole Z9 thing, so I'm making this, quote-unquote, a bonus, but even though it's a full length, I just call it a bonus. That means I can sneak it in between. Oh, beautiful. All right. Yeah. So it's going to be you. Uh, it's Hoya, then you. And then coming up is a man, a gentleman. He's not a musician, but he is an Academy Award winner. Believe Robert De Niro. I'm looking forward to that one. You no, know, but the gentleman has worked with Robert De Niro and he is Al Pacino. Al Pacino. He's oh. Al Pacino's go-to guy. Well, who is he? You can't say. His name is, he's a, he's a Paisan. His name is John Caglione Jr. He won the Academy Award. Oh, for did, did you do it yet or no? It's already recorded. Ah, I was going to say, tell him what's up. He knows me. Yeah, of course he John does. Johnny! Johnny, yeah, he won the Academy Award in 1990 for makeup and effects in Dick Tracy. He's Al Pacino's oh, cool. dude. Like, he's okay. his guy. Johnny Depp's dude. Like, he's done the, the beat-up fucking makeup that of Danny Trejo in Heat. Mm. 
You know what I'm talking okay. about? Yeah. He, he did that. Like he did all that shit. Yo, who is, uh, I see late, lately you do a lot of metal dudes. Sure. Why not? I grew up listening to metal Bay area thrash bands and shit. Sure. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite metal band? My favorite metal band of all time. You're going to laugh. Uh, maybe. And also because there's a lot of nostalgia behind it. Is right, anthrax. Anthrax. anthrax? Yeah. Why would I laugh at that? Because some people think they're too jokey or shit. You know what I mean? It's just like oh. from from spreading the spreading the disease to persistence of time. Those all those records right there are fucking flawless to me. It's I also surrounded by like childhood and good times and shit like yeah. that as well. So and being a New Yorker and being a New Yorker. Listen, Slayer is not too far behind either. A lot of a big slept on band that I think deserves more credit is Violence from San Francisco. Mm. You listen to fucking Eternal Nightmare and Oppressing the Masses, those fucking records are ridiculous. Riff City, Richie. Riff City. Oh, Phil yeah? Demo. Phil Demo is retarded. Nice. From, yeah, he was he played with Machine Head for a long time after Violence. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I know the name, but I don't know much about him. It's V-I-O-Dash-L-E-N-C-E. Yeah, I remember that logo. Yes. Yeah. Phil Anthrax Demo. I never messed with because I didn't like the, the vocals. See, that's like, that's what I think set them apart from people. Yeah, and it was I'm like, not a almost, very it was like almost glam rock vocals. It was like kind of you know. All right, calm uh, down. You know, well, like you well, know, well, listen, early. It's not fucking, a diss. I'm just like you know. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, a half a diss. I know you. I know what you do. <laughs> I thought it was like a, a thrash band for the women, like to attract the women. Right, of course, yeah. When they wear their <laughs> surface stuff, and Danny Spitz has his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles guitar. But uh, yeah, no, Anthrax is cool. I no, saw them live right. on, on that Public Enemy tour way back when I was a kid. I didn't see that. I you didn't know that who else was on that? A, a group called Five Young Black Teenagers. Yeah, Young Black Teenagers, and none of them were black. Tap no, the none bottle of them were black. And, tap and the was, bottle and twist the cap. Come on, I know and that. It was shit. Public Enemy and Anthrax. Yep. I saw that tour. They were like one hit wonders with Tap the Bottle. Yeah. I remember that. Come on, man. I was in the I don't remember like, the song. I was, I was on the line like doing drugs listening to oh, that. See? I know. Yeah. See? Back in the day, bro. Come on. My story's out there. You got a vapor. You got a Red Bull. Forget it. You're in bad shape. I, I could be doing so many worse things, bro. You could be, or you could be doing so many better things. I'm like a, I'm like, I'm a gentleman now, though. You could be jogging right now. Who's fucking Instead just smoking and drinking Red Bull. <laughs> jogging. John Joseph be very disappointed in you. Oh, fucking John Joseph. <laughs> very disappointed in you. There's a PA band, you know them. Um, well, you, you know, you've heard of them called Please Die. Yeah. All right. Well, one day I'm in the, I'm in the West Village and I'm wearing a Please Die shirt. And on the back, I didn't even realize what the fuck shirt I was wearing, but I bump into John Joseph. We're bullshitting, blah, blah, blah. They were I see you later. I turn around and walk away. And he starts yelling at me. He's like, yo, what the fuck is up with that shirt? And on the back of the Please Die shirt, it says, fuck your PMA. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. He was like, I was like, what are you fucking mad or friend? He's like, no, it's fucking funny. Get out of here. But yeah, That's perfect funny. person to walk into and turn around and says, fuck your PMA. That is fun. Shout out to John Blanclot. <laughs> John A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Please Die is hard. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, I first heard of them and I saw them at this is hardcore and it's, don't you do another podcast? Do you do a podcast with the OG Jeff Gavin? Yeah. And Joe and Joe hardcore. from And Joe hardcore. 
Yo, man, that's the one band that I fucking miss is Done Deal, bro. Yeah, Done Deal was very cool. And I like Done Deal was, I have to, I have to, I, I think the OG even told me, I think besides anybody in the band, I have a Done Deal tattoo. I think I might be the only one. Really? Yeah, I have, done, I have the Done Deal skull on my front of my fucking shin bone. Ouch. Damn, yeah. that fucking must have hurt. Oh, what am I? Come on, just because I like anthrax doesn't mean tattoos are going to hurt me. Jeez. Yeah. That's, that's wild. No, Done Deal was dope. I like the way they put music out, too. Oh, yeah. Like, they would put it like 58 seconds so they could put a whole video on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. It's great. And just, you know, the couple couple releases in, in within a year. But like, Dude, you know, they put out like six things in like a year and a half. It was, yeah, it was fucking cool. ridiculous. I have all of it. I think I have yeah. every shirt they made. Yeah, man. I missed that. That's PA, baby. PA got the bands. We're keeping this shit alive. It would be dead if it wasn't for the Keystone. D-E-D. D-E-D. You see, and I said that a long time ago. Like, uh, listen, I'm born and raised fucking New York, Brooklyn. Grew up listening to all the New York bands and shit like that. But PA, man, PA is fucking killing it, bro. And And you guys have been. Since I started going, especially to, like, the shows, just the shows itself. Rather than New York, are just fucking ridiculous in PA. From this is hardcore to even like Kung Fu Necktie and all the all the shows. I would there would be a show right over here in Brooklyn, but then I'd be like, yo, but like so and so is fucking playing fucking Kung Fu Necktie. I'll drive the hour and forty five minutes to to go to the Philly show, then go twenty minutes over here to see this band. Yeah, just because it's Philly and the scene and just the way it is and the people and yeah, man. I, so yeah, so I break balls. Over, I break balls over Pennsylvania, but I love I love Philly and I love Pennsylvania. Yeah, when it comes to this kind of music, they they got it popping. They 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 take it serious in PA. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, bro. I mean, you can't mess with the forefathers, no doubt. And there's always going to be respect. <laughs> right. But when it comes to current status, I mean, what, you know, there's just this New York City is just not producing bands anymore. For whatever right. reason, I don't, I don't know, know why, but you know, and PA doesn't really produce bands as in a region, but as a whole state. So it's, it's right. easier for us. But because if you put Long Island into the equation, upstate New York, there's some dope ass bands. Oh, yeah. But within the five, within the yeah. five boroughs, it's yeah. You figure with so many people, what the fuck right. is going on? Why is there no new know. bands popping? I don't know. And nowadays, like maybe because I'm getting older or whatever, it, it takes it takes something to like impress me, mm-hmm. you know, because everything has been so overly saturated. It's like, OK, you can play this song from this band and this song from this band. Uh, are they even the same band or not? Like, it's the same thing. It's like, all right. Like, do you have anything clever to say? I At this point. I don't feel bad for you that you got stabbed in the back and you were betrayed by somebody. Like it's, it's, it's enough, enough. If you have anything else to say, it's like you're rebooting the same shit and then you have the same breakdown and it's the same one little China little thing. And then the breakdown, it's like, all right, now you're going to beat someone up and get over it. Stop. Now how about a band like turnstile? Do they add anything to the game that you appreciate? Listen, the first, the demos, I loved nonstop feeling. I loved. Then they got a little bit weird and I kind of was like, I don't know if I like this too much. And then I listened and I was like, 
I don't hate it. It's just different. Maybe it has to grow on me. And what was that album? Time and Space, right? And then I listen to it. It's okay. I don't hate on them. That's like one of the things that people like to do is hate on Turnstile, blah, 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 blah. But I don't hate on them. I respect them because of where they came from and what the fuck they've done. Um, that one song, Mystery, off of the newest record, I think is fucking great. It's a little bit too softy, softy for me. But musically, I know what they're doing and I appreciate it, but it's just really not my thing. But I can't shit on them. That's a band I just can't shit on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they, they got a cool thing going on. That's why I asked. They do. They absolutely do. It's unique. It's different. And I give them props just for not being cookie cutter, like 90% of bands. Yeah. No, they did. And uh, my only gripe with them is uh, lyrics. Cause I'm a, since they're from the hardcore scene, I expect lyrics. Sure. But when you, when you want to go mainstream ish, you can't have busy lyrics. You just can't, it doesn't work. Right. It's gotta be real basic. And that's kind of what they're doing on this album. Otherwise I really like it. Right. What about the new quicksand? The newest, what's the newest, newest one? Uh, is it called uh, Distant Populations or something like that? Uh, Don't even know about it. You know okay. why? All right. First of all, one of my favorite albums all time across any genre of music is Slip. Quicksand Slip is, it could be my favorite record done to my head ever by anybody ever. It could be. Manic Compression, well, the, the seven inch, great. Slip, masterpiece. Manic Compression, great. The one they put out after that, use it as a fucking coaster for my Red Bull. It's that bad? It's, it's yeah. disappointing. And maybe I'm expecting to hear something from 1994 or five. Yeah. It's too much of a turn for it to be even called quicksand for me. Mm. All right, that's fair. Shout out to Walter. I had him on. And if you listen to that episode, we went to a juice shop and we just so happened to be sitting next to the guy with the blender. So it's a shit show of an episode. But shout out to him and all those guys. But now, <sighs> did you mention that to him when you had him on? What? That you, you loved Slip so much, but then the follow up was so disappointing. No, because the follow up wasn't out yet. <laughs> it was about to come out. Oh, really? How long yeah. ago was that? Uh, it was a while ago. I was still doing oh, it. Right. I was still doing it, the podcast with John from Candaria. So this How is long have you been doing this now? This podcast? Over three and a half years. Oh, okay. You know, we just had an anniversary for Post-America podcast. Episode 100? No, like a, a year anniversary. Um, we started September 2013. And we just passed the, uh, you know, September last month, so. Nice. Not a lot of episodes in that amount of time, but. Well, yeah, well, listen, so sometimes, sometimes shit happens. You see me, I'm like half Sunat. Like I, I'm like, all right, I have to put one out every week. And then I, and then I think that people are expecting me to put one out every week and I enjoy it regardless. Like it doesn't feel like a job to me. I enjoy throwing flies together and I enjoy all that shit. So it's like, all right, so now I just need to be consistent. But I did take, I took five weeks off recently because I had like the podcast, I tried to get a podcast network going and then I have all this page and that page and this page and that page. And I'm like, after three and a half years, I'm taking a fucking month off. I'm, I still recorded some, but I just wasn't, 
on. You know what I mean? I just, I just needed to, I needed to just take a fucking breather just for a minute. And you do it all alone, right? Yeah. I do everything like, myself. Everything. Yeah. The only thing I do, I send my episode to Tim from Ill Street News. And he tacks on my, my intro and whatever songs are played at the end. Oh, okay. That stuff, I don't know how to do. Thank God for Tim from Mill Street News. And you should listen to that podcast. That, and he also has the New Breed podcast, which he talks about all kinds of shit. Now, what happened with the Candiria guy? Just job work. Just couldn't be consistent. So, we, I mean, I'm still cool with him. I know that kid since I'm like fucking 15 years old. We used to you fired, him. you fired him? No, no. The last one that he was on was episode 50. And we were with three out of the four guys from Sick of It All and Jerry Farley at Nova Studios in, in Staten Island. Yo, uh, when they were doing uh, Wake the Sleeping Dragon. How many episodes you got? Well, Hoya is episode 231. Wow. That's right crazy. after you is 232. I have all the way up to, let me see, um, tomorrow I'm recording, the day after I'm recording, and possibly Thursday I'm recording. So if that all happens, I'll have all the way up to 235 done. Nice. Guy's a workhorse. Who knew? Hey, go fucking figure. All the flyers, it's all me. Everything is me except for tacking on like the intro and shit to the episodes. Everything else is me. Luckily, I got Baboon. He does like all the technical stuff. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. Once you start talking about audio and shit like that, I don't fucking know nothing. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good with it. So luckily, he uploads it on however that happens mm-hmm. and uh, he'll put on the beginning to end or add anything that that's needed yeah. and uh, put it into the uh, feeds or whatever. Yeah. Know? All I do, like he'll send, like Tim will send me back the master, which will be into with the intro in the front and everything, whatever people hear, he'll email that back to me. I upload that file to SoundCloud. And then once I upload it to SoundCloud and make it public right from there, it goes everywhere but this goes up raw to youtube that i just when we're done i'll just fucking upload it to youtube and just put it on schedule until noon on fucking whatever day wow the soundcloud thing sounds easy I, maybe i could get rid of baboon and do this myself yeah i don't know how you got to put in like all kinds of see john from candiria set that all up so i don't even know how he set that up like there's numbers and url codes and some shit and then it links to everything. I don't know how to do that shit. So if SoundCloud goes down, there's no more podcast kids. I think that's the case with a lot of them, right? I don't know. I think that's how ours goes up first. Well, yeah, you upload it to your source, your host, whatever, and then it just goes everywhere. It's just a matter of time before they shut us down. The new world order is taking over. You know this. Oh, 100%. 100%. And we can get into that kind of shit too, because people think things are bad now. Just wait till what's around the corner, because it ain't gonna. How be heartbroken bad. were you after the election? <laughs> I knew you were gonna bring this up. I wasn't heartbroken. I was more oh, mad wow. because it's a sham. It was a fake election. No, it was a real election with bogus results. Fake results. It was fixed. You think? The fix was definitely in. You ever I'm go to of- like? You ever go to like Biden's like? Facebook page or whatever, whenever he writes something, he had 81 million votes, but there's 257,000 comments of people abusing him. But dude, well, don't no you think support. that maybe he just, maybe like he doesn't have fanatical following at all? No, but he has think, no followers. He's just yeah. Trump haters. <laughs> That's exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. But don't it's you hilarious. think there's a lot of, 
Don't you think there's a lot of Trump haters, like enough to of win? Of course the there is. Yeah, but not that many. No way. No. Do you even see the rallies that Trump does now? They're packed houses. It's insane. Yeah, but like who goes to rallies? Only the real diehard fanatics. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Biden, yeah. Nobody has like nobody treats politicians like rock stars until Trump. So it's, it wasn't a normal thing. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And I find it hilarious because, listen, at the end of the day, I still got to go to work tomorrow. But you know what I mean? It's like whatever the fuck. So I bug out and I know what you do. You get people riled up. See, but I know your MO and what's behind all your bullshit. So I look at all these people and people get legit mad, like legit mad. I, I laugh and I'm like, whatever. Like people are fucking legitimately not being friends with people in real life and this and that and wanting to fight people and wishing death on people if you don't wear a mask and it's like how deranged are you what the fuck is wrong with but at the same time we have we have people wishing death on people that do wear a mask it's like you know 100 percent. yeah we see crazy people yelling at people with masks crazy people yelling at people without masks yeah i just want to fucking drink coffee red bulls and laugh (laughs) that's all i want to do don't you feel though that that trump might have been like the catalyst for the division no obama was how so do you have anything that you could recall that he might have said that was very divisive? Who, Trump? No, no, Obama. You said Obama was. So I'm wondering yeah, all like, kinds what? of shit that he put out there and all kinds of like listen, once once because he's an African American, the next thing you know, there's all sorts of fucking division. A hundred percent. And Big Mike, his husband, forget about that guy. But I'm saying, what what do you know of anything <laughs> people that he people are gonna be like, fuck this kid. <laughs> No, nah, I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of people that I know plenty of people that love Trump. I just I always try to find out why people like him. I try to find out. I, I listen, either way, I don't like or dislike him. Um, I did like the fact that he called out the media that I love. You have to respect that because he'll even be at one of his things and he'll be like, oh, look, at it's like all you cameras won't even turn around to show everybody this crowd. And they went, oh, look. Your light's going off. Your light's going off. You stop recording. He would call out the media, which I love, because the media is the reason for all the division. And people are fucking so brainwashed with the media and their phones and their personal preference of news source and where they want to go and look the shit. And then it gets all crazy. I'm like, listen, all of you are fucking ridiculous. And if voting mattered, they wouldn't let you do it. And it's been like that for, for fucking how many presidents now? So what do you it's mean like, by that? It's, it's tri- Triple H versus fucking Randy Orton. It's pro wrestling. So what do you mean by that? if voting mattered, they wouldn't let you do it? Do you, does that mean kind of they always know who's going to win? There's guaranteed this. Well, then how, did, so they knew Trump. They wanted Trump to win then that time. No, it was a, it was a whole. Oh, like, that, the, that first time, the first thing. time, yeah, because oh, okay. because That's because Hillary with her fucking fat ankles, she 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 can't. She has so a that was the passion. one time that is a, a reality vote slipped through. No, but what? <laughs> what are you talking about? You, a you reality? Said, you, no. Like, listen, it could have been pre-planned for all of this shit. I don't listen. I'm a fucking idiot with a bin dope hat on. All right. I'm so, just wondering. I'm just getting your perspective. Like, I don't know. You said that if this is all fixed and if the, if voting mattered, they wouldn't let you do it. So right. I was wondering, in the case of the Trump election, that must mean they, they wanted him to win. 
I think that the, all the fucking nonsense and all the craziness and the burning downs of cities and the media fucking jumping all over fucking Trump and all of that shit basically turned things around. That definitely- because, because during election day, you were probably working election day. They were boarding up fucking Manhattan all over the place. That wasn't because if fucking if Trump won. I mean, I mean, if, if Trump fucking lost, that's yeah. if Trump won. Yeah. The cities would be on fire. That's animalistic behavior. Period. And finish. Well, what happened when he lost in Washington, D.C.? Like what happened? Now, when you lost? can't even fucking compare that. Because Wait none of these motherfuckers even knew how to say insurgents. It's ridiculous. Is gonna be compared to cities burning down fucking for the whole summer. I would compare Stop it. Listen, I would compare an assault on the nation's capital <laughs> to was- to people breaking windows of a CVS. Of course I would compare that. You're out of your mind. No way, dude. Really? Was- so it was so and, the, and the, sort of breaking up of the stores and you that see the videos of like the of like the, the cops and stuff just like letting people go in. Well, yeah, some were in. letting people go in. Some were photo ops, photo ops. Look, insurgents look terrible, terrible. Mainstream media, it's it's a Trump thing. We have to hate on that, so let's focus on that. Ah, the city that was justified. You know, that's justifiable. You know, people Listen, were angry. I think I think you're hung up on the media rather than reality. I'm saying People yes. Take the, the media and, and follow the media. Of course, of course. But I'm saying this is in reality. It's a it's it's a narrative that people follow like sheep. I'm like if we could find certain medium that media that would take the assault on the Capitol and downplay it, and we find certain media that would take assault on the Capitol and make it the craziest thing ever. Oh, well, most people think it's the craziest thing ever, which is ridiculous. It was pretty. I mean, we've seen riots in cities throughout the history of America. We we haven't seen that since the English burnt down the White House way back in the day. Oh, I mean, yeah, so but nothing crazy was burnt. Yeah, but the White House wasn't burnt down. If it was the no. other way around, the White it House would be being down. rebuilt right now. But it was infiltrated. Windows were broke. People were chanting to murder uh, co- congressional uh people and even the vice president, like the people were chanting to hang Pence. I mean, it was a serious day. I'm, yeah, why I'm why do you want to hang Pence? Because he's a That's Trump all. guy. You want to hang Pence? Why? Well, they believe that he could have saved the election and called it uh, called it off that day. See, That's even right. the people that want to fight. So obviously Trump supporters are saying to hang yeah. Pence. That's yeah. retarded, too. Well, Trump supporters like Trump, and that's it. They don't like Republicans. They like it's Trump. So close it's so close-minded bullshit. It's so stupid. Like it's Trump, so Trump supporters don't like Mitt Romney. They don't like John McCain. They just like Donald Trump. They're Trump supporters, straight. They're not Republicans. They're only Republicans to be able to vote for him in the in the primary. Right. And we could at least agree on that. Yeah. Well, that's close-minded nonsense as well. Yeah, but um, that's what I'm saying. They were, in fact, though, chanting to to hang Pence because, I mean, Trump did make it seem like Pence was a traitor at the time. He did make it seem like that. Uh, they're all they're all so exhausting, bro. I know it's you know it's interesting to talk about, and it I, is, think, I think I think that uh, you know burning cities down that's bad business. That's rough. Do I enjoy is. riots and chaos? I do. I can't lie. Oh, but, me too. Uh, Chaos yeah. and a good. I'm a big fan of a good shit show. That's for sure. Yeah, I like that. I like riots, and also I think that that storming the White House is a big deal. That's really crazy. I thought that was no innocent people were fucking killed or hurt during that. No, 
Not that I know of. Yeah, there's a big difference with that. Well, the one woman was shot. On. One woman was shot. All right, great. Hey, the Q yeah. follower. Oh, Did you get into any of the Q business at all? Or no? no, that's a whole other fucking matter. It's too exhausting. I don't have time to fucking just listen. I'm a, like a conspiracy guy, but certain things I don't even fucking dip my toe in because it's like, all right, ridiculous. So you didn't, you didn't go for the Trump is being reinstated at this date and all that stuff. No, no, I knew, I knew people were like you watch, you watch and see. This, I'm like, yeah, all right. I'm like, it's already done. Like, you need to stop. Like, stop the nonsense. It's not happening. You would like to see it happen. I get it. Whatever. Nothing is happening. This is it until the next four years. Then we'll see what happens. So regardless if you're happy or not, go to work in the morning and shut your mouth. <laughs> now, is, is the current times more chaotic than like the wild times of the 60s, you think? It was probably worse then. I, I think a lot of times that it seems like it's worse now only because we have access to everything. You know what I'm saying? Like we have f shit that's coming in, into our phones from all directions, from social media to this to that. Everything is at our disposal. So I think that we, we feel that there's more shit going on when there was a lot of shit going on in the 60s that... Only the newspaper or the local news would tell you about. But there was so much other shit going on that just was never reported because there was no such thing as all the shit that we have now. You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah, you did remember, like, there were a lot of assassinations. Fuck yeah. There's yeah. so much shit going on that we had no idea about. But I just think that nowadays we feel that it's the most turbulent times ever, blah, 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 because we have access to see all of it. Well, earlier you said, wait till you see what's coming. So, uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I have a feeling that, 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 I, listen, like I said, I'm an idiot that just talks halfway out of my ass. I don't know half the things I talk about, but I just make noise half the time. But, and I'll admit that, I don't give a fuck. And, but I just have a feeling that, something, something is coming around the fucking corner. What it is, I don't know. I just have a feeling. Yeah, it could. It's I have. A, I just have a feeling. You know, you know. Let me see your papers. You know, what I mean? it's it, there's there's some shit going on. So, okay. have you uh, been asked, asked yet to show papers for vaccination? Going of course, I have. Everywhere in New York, you can't go into into an establishment and eat fucking dinner without showing some bullshit. I got a pizza the other day in. Uh, the guy said, you want to eat in here? It was raining. He said, if you want to eat in here, I got to see your vaccination card. Yeah. That's the first time it happened to me. But uh, what shot did you get? I don't have no fucking shots. You don't have a shot? No. Jimmy, you're going to kill people. No, I'm not. Come on, what are you doing? Jimmy? I'm on the train with no mask with my fucking vape. You're infecting the whole train. Um, they call me super spreader Jimmy. All right, I thought you might have had one for your fellow man. What do I no, know? No, no, but I, I, I most like. I'm, I'm not even gonna say most likely. I'm, I'm hoping, and I'm, and I'm hoping that there's gonna be a reversal here of mandates and shit. But my union and my job, everybody but me and one other person are vaccinated, and we're like the only two fucking holdouts. But I had the fucking COVID, so I have antibodies, so I have a grace period. And then the union is saying that we have to be vaccinated by a certain time. And then I have four weeks to respond to that. And then I can get it or I can go on unpaid leave, which that I'm not doing. 
know what I mean? And the only reason why I would do any of this is because I have benefits and they fucking benefit my daughter. If it was me personally and just me, eh, the fuck out of here. But I have a kid to look out for. So therefore, that's why I'll do it. What an honorable man. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold out for as long as I possibly fucking can, though. It's honorable that you do it for, for your kid. Yeah. And it's honorable other people do it for other people's kids. That's very honorable, too. You got to look at it like that. You know? Oh, yeah. It's a, good way to look at it. it's, a, it's a good way to look at it. But you know what? Yeah, but yeah, listen. You know, listen. What do I know? I'm if kidding. you break ass and you're wearing pants, you'll still smell it. Pretend okay. it's a mask over your face and you're breathing through it. Hey, I think a virus might be fucking more okay, fucking. Check this out. Check this out. We got we got a million dollars. We say Jimmy. Follow the science. Okay, your, guy... ban- your bandana is gonna prevent it. But the guy in the level four laboratory who's wearing an outbreak suit—that's what's required. But don't worry, homie. A face cover and a paper towel with a fucking rubber band around your ear—good enough. Stop but it. Is it good enough? How do people or believe is it, is that? It is it good enough, or we just find it to probably be a little bit helpful? It's not helpful. Not at all. Doesn't no, listen to even different. Fauci said it, but then he flip flops like a jerk off. He's a flip flopper for sure. Yeah. So oh, so well, Fauci said it. Yeah, but go back and rewind the tape. I'm just saying that is it possible that it would, you know, a certain percentage help us? Not a hundred percent. Maybe, but not to the extent of shutting down the fucking planet and having fucking kids not be able to smile at each other in school. In New York City, yeah. In right. New York City. Well, I can only other speak places are. Yeah, you know, like oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I go to Pennsylvania. I go to fucking Jersey and shit. It's no mask all over. I went to I went to Tennessee with my daughter. That place is fucking wide the fuck open. Yeah. You know, so it's New York. It's, a, it's the liberal Democrat state. You see, you see, you don't believe in this whatever science. You believe in your own political ideology. That's all it is. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I mean, what is, it's it's belief. Is it possible? In, like no matter what we believe, we could be wrong. You know what I mean? Like we hundred percent wrong. That's Imagine why the three. If, that's why the three center letters in the word believe is lie. Imagine like this is turns out to be the deadliest virus that the world has ever seen. And it's not early, though. But what if it is? But it's not already. We would already know. And all of a sudden now, no, there's it's, the, it's it's a virus that slowly progresses, slowly right. gets stronger and stronger. What if? I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. It also has manners as well, because you could sit down and have dinner. It won't bother you while you're eating. But if you get up to use that bathroom in that establishment, you have to wear a mask. So the, the virus has manners. Well, how about this? Like, let's say, <laughs> let's say this is the idea behind that. Let's say you walk in a restaurant. Yeah. And you have a mask on and the person you're dealing with has a mask on. Then they put you in your area where you stay with the people you came with. Now you take it off. All right. And now the only person that contacts you is another person with a mask. But when you leave that area where you're sitting with people who you came with and are familiar with, you yeah. put it on because you're passing unfamiliar people. It doesn't matter. I mean, you're in maybe, wide open air. But you're in wide it, open it, air with mad people sitting there with no masks. You want to give a sarcastic statement. I'm just giving you the idea behind it. That's, right. Right. That's basically the idea. <laughs> Doesn't that make sense to you? Doesn't that make a little bit yeah, of sense? Yeah, of course, sure. Okay, that's all I'm saying. There's, yeah. there's reasons for these things. Of course. They're not out of left field. No. <laughs> oh, my God. I knew, I knew that while I was... You, see, you know what? I realized that you've been on here in some capacity a few times. 
Yeah. Right, like, Craig always takes my thunder because he's always somewhere nearby making so much noise. I can't get a word in. Right. Yeah, we did like Isn't a little five-minute thing outside the terrorist show that time. Isn't and that then, true that Craig does that, though? Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, Craig loves to talk about himself. I know. God. He loves to talk. I've had Craig on here a lot, too. But yeah, um, he, He's a very uh, funny guy. Yeah, God, I'm just crap. playing devil's advocate. You know, I don't know. I, I, don't I know. know I know what you do. I know you. When, when people love Trump, I love to wonder <laughs> why. And, and when people hate Trump, I love to wonder why. That's I know. Oh, yeah. I know. Either of them, they can, they can, they can. Well, what are you doing? <laughs> they, they, both of them can fucking go fuck each other. Look, I don't care. Look, That's fucking heavy right, right there. Jimmy, you're doing great things with your podcast, Jimmy. <laughs> I hear your ratings are almost up there with The Apprentice, Jimmy. Thank oh, you. Some say great ratings. Richie, you looking good, Richie. <laughs> Look at that motherfucker. <laughs> That's that motherfucker. awesome. That's awesome because it looks just like him. <laughs> it looks like he, he's, like, he's kind of like, you know, he's better looking than that, though. But uh, not, not too much, but it, his mouth is dead on. <laughs> Yes. Fantastic. Number one, like never before. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. I love my military. I love it. It's the best. It's the, uh, no one knows more about the military than me. <laughs> yes, he said that. No one, knows. no one knows. No one knows more about the medicine than me. <laughs> yes. And you don't find comedy in that? See, people who don't like him, Hate that. Fuck you. Bro. I find that to be hilarious because it's so absurd. <laughs> it is absurd, Jimmy. You're right. It is. And I absurd. laugh. I laugh. It's fucking funny, man. It's like, what are you saying? You're nuts. He is nuts. Yo, look at his fucking face. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, you know where I got this? Where? You ever hear of Frank Frazetta? No. He's, <laughs> you ever see the album of uh, Molly Hatchet? With the death dealer on the front, the guy on the horse. Yes. Frank Rosetta is the artist that drew that. Okay. And uh, his family, he died, but his he has a lot of famous paintings. But his uh, family has a store and a museum up here of all his old artwork, but they also sell all Halloween shit. And I had to get that. You know what? I think that sounds familiar. And I might have actually passed by that once before. It's in East Stroudsburg. Yeah. Well, I've been to Stroudsburg before. Yeah, of course. It's, some- it's the, it's the well, mecca of humanity. It's the mecca of humanity. Uh-huh. No, no actually, but I've been, I've been there. There's, there's a lot of shit in Philly that I've done and around Philly. I go to I'm horror conventions and all kinds of shit in Philly and, and, and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. I'm far from Philly. I'm closer to New York. Okay. Are you? Yeah. I'm like, I could get to New York in like an hour, 10 minutes. I right, take Philly, not... take me like an hour, 40. All right. Yeah, that's not bad. It's good location, though. Yeah, good location. Yeah, it's not bad at all. No, the Poconos, baby. Poconos. Nice. So what's up with no Trump was coming on the podcast. He didn't I figured as much talking with you. I I already knew this was gonna happen. I know. know. No, I didn't I didn't expect you're doing great, Jimmy. (laughs) I didn't expect the mess, but I knew that all this shit was gonna pop up. I was prepared. I know, I know how you and listen, you're playing, you're playing cool, but you were very upset a lot back in the day. You got to take a, a break from Facebook. Everybody's getting to you. Well, no, after, no, after, it could be like, even like I said, like, like I took a break 
from even like releasing stuff and posting podcast stuff and all that. It's like after a while, it's like when your phone doesn't shut the fuck up, it's like, yo, man, I can't. When it can be for anything. And all it was was everyone just arguing over this and that. Come on, baby. Go with the flow, baby. Uh, now, after a while, I have I have real life important shit to do, not to argue with people I don't know. It's kind of fun, though. I see. I like it. I, I find it, like it's it. fun for a little while, but after a while, it makes my teeth hurt, and I can't take it no more. I I can't. Mm. After That's a while, a That's a sign of COVID that hurt teeth. You got to be careful. Oh yeah, it could be, could be, could be a sign of COVID. I had it, but you know, here I am, smoking my drugs. Still, wow, this guy don't learn. Yeah, like I said, it's fruity, it's fruity, it's fruity, fruity, you know, it's fruity fucking flavors. Fast Break Records, Z9, we don't come in peace. When is it coming out? October 28th, I think. October 28th, like uh, pre-orders are up now. Vinyl, very limited vinyl because everything is so weird. Colored vinyl too, right? uh, Yeah, just orange. Normally, you'd release something, you'd have options. (laughs) But unless we wanted to wait like a year. Fuck that. Some guy hooked us up. Yo, listen, the vinyl, the wax material is at a shortage. Right. The turnover times are longer than ever. Right. Let me guess, because the pandemic. Everything. Yeah, everything. All the, every it's excuse. a 24-7 excuse for fucking everything. Shut Every everything excuse down. that you hear about everything else is the same with the vinyl. So we, we were lucky enough to get this real small press that will be out October. Uh, you know, it'll be up on all streaming platforms on that day, too. But the pre-orders are up now to uh, to get the vinyl. Fastbreakrecords.com. I think so. Fastbreakrecords.com, or if you just like uh, type in, you know, Google Fastbreak Records. Yeah. Now, see. what's the now? You briefly, I don't know, a few weeks back, like you texted me. I was at work about taking a picture on the roof of my job, um, and you told me about Z9. What? Yeah. And you, but you're like, I can't really explain it because it'll blow your fucking head off or whatever. What's the whole concept behind Z9? What is Z9, Richie Crutch? Oh, okay. What, Come what on, let, let the kids know what Z9 even means. There are very, uh, a lot of meanings. Okay. okay. What's the out. meaning that you would like to have your band yeah. identify with? <laughs> There's a meaning that just the band members know. Okay. And, and they're in, they like that, I told them. Then there's also a meaning that people may know but I doubt it because it's buried knowledge. Basically, Z9 was a term used by a certain secret society to identify the person that they thought was most dangerous, a person with nothing to lose. So when these secret societies talk to each other and they didn't want people to know, they use codes so they could say stuff in the open and, you know, and communicate. And that was a, just a term or a code they used for that sort of person, Z9. That's kind of dope. That was that was it. Also, the letter Z, last letter in the alphabet. The number nine in the occult world means the final. And that's another meaning. And as far as the band, there's numerical interest that the guy that, that let the guys know. Because it depended how many members were in the band, the way I made the the name of the of the band. But I had fun with it. You know, you gotta have fun with things. You gotta have fun, but it has a dope meaning. At least there's some thought behind it. It's not like, you know. Some fucking whatever name, you know? 
Like what? Who? What? Like was no, it? I don't know. Like guy? some like 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 wow, like that didn't take. I don't know. Like some cookie cutter. Like I don't know. Some dumb shit. There was thought behind it. I didn't have any band in particular in my head when I said that, but there was thought behind it, and there's a process behind it, and it's it's kind yeah. of under yeah, You know what? When I first started stuff, yeah, I, I wanted to do everything from beginning to end, and I wanted to just have fun with it. Right. So I did put some thought into the name. I put some thought into the recording style, some thought into the artwork, the vibe of the band, the way I wanted it to go. Wisdom and Change, like we said earlier, is all over the place musically. So maybe I wanted to stay a little more focused in this band. I didn't know right. what I'd be able to sing on or what I could pull off either. So I had to be careful of the wrong type of song. Maybe I couldn't pull it off. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, I, I had fun with it because, like I said, everything got shut down. My job got shut down for a while in concrete New York. All yeah. the jobs got shut down. So I said, boom, I'm going to have some fun with this shit. Yeah, it was fucking weird, dude. Like, it was weird. It's, it's weird to be walking down, like, Madison Avenue and, like, 45th Street going yeah. towards, like, Times Square, literally walking the double yellow line in the middle of the street and having to move over, like, one time over the course of, like, five blocks for, like, one yellow cab with no one in it. Yeah. During like rush hour. It was yeah. fucking weird, bro. I went back in the city a lot during the deadest time. And then even when we started working again, it was still real dead. Only yeah. now am I seeing it's nothing like it used to be, though, as far as I did go to Times Square a couple times real late and it was bumping. I mean, yeah. it was crazy. They would yeah. shoot fireworks off in the middle. Yeah. Of the Times Square. Square now is pretty is pretty. It's not as crowded, but it, it, yeah. it gets crowded and it's it's. Yeah. I'm going to say like the building I work in and the area that I work in, it's probably about 60% capacity to where it used to be. Yeah. But there was yeah. like nobody for a couple of months, like no one. I would literally sit in my building and not even get changed into my fucking uniform and just sit downstairs and sleep. Like there's nothing happening. Yeah. We did a lot of renovation jobs on certain floors of buildings yeah. and early on, I mean, it looked like people just picked up and left. I mean, they probably didn't know they weren't coming back the next day. That's why. Yeah. So old, old ass, like moldy cup of coffee on desk as we pass by this and that somebody's jackets yeah. still sitting there, you know? Yeah. So yeah. It was, it was a ghost town for sure, man. It was kind of cool. It had a cool vibe. It did. Uh, yeah. Um, now it's kind of back. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy, but, but there's traffic again, which yeah. like, uh, it was Mad homeless, homeless people, people bugging out. Yeah. I Even mean, now, there's a lot of people fucking bugging out, man. Like, yeah. there's a lot. Yeah. Like, New York went yeah. back. Well, New York went in reverse several years, several fucking years with this jerk off mayor. If you eat pizza with a fork and a knife, you're a jerk off. I don't care about your politics. And that's what he does. Fuck you that know guy. Trump, you know Trump ate pizza with a fork and a knife too, right? I said he's you a jerk off for doing that. Okay. I'm just making sure you know that because I agree with it. I'm just making sure you know that. Yeah, you're an asshole. asshole. What kind of life do you? What kind of life do you live? What's the matter with you? It is a goofy thing. And yesterday I visited five different pizza spots throughout New Jersey. Jersey. Yep. Jersey oh. has some incredible pizza, man. Yeah. See, I'm not really in Jersey too much, like to sit and eat. My daughter lives in yeah. Jersey, so I, I go back and forth like that's it. Like, I don't really hang in Jersey. I'm originally from Jersey, so, you know, I'm in and out a lot. But uh, we decided to do a pizza run of 10 spots, but I only survived the first five and then had to bail out. It was, 
I was about to, my stomach was about to explode. Yeah, that's brutal. You know what? Me and Craig were supposed to start doing that. Like, like kind of like, a, what, what the fuck was it? We had a name for it too, where we would just do, a, it was the pizza report. Mm-hmm. And it was just like 15, 20 minutes, quick, fast, in and out at different fucking pizza spots, rating it, this, that, the other thing and bounce like just little drop them in between episodes just for like shits and grins but then you know then we started living in fucking pandemia and yeah. everything went to shit well craig was looking for a certain outlet with his pizza appetite because he was thrown out of the pizza club and i know this dishonorable way so he's yeah. probably looking for a way to you know to, to <laughs> scratch the itch but, but what's crazy is that we recorded an episode at lmb and that was the first time that he had ever ate lmb he knows nothing about pizza he only knows about amore and queens and that's it he's not a pizza guy he's Listen, a amore, amore guy amore little overrated it's pretty good but it's not like he puts it out it's there. edible pizza it's a fucking basic run-of-the-mill slice of regular pizza but I, I do like the term that he does say that it is a perfect after-school after school slice, yeah. which I get it. But that's a throwback to like when you're a kid. I understand that. Yeah, it's a 1970 through 1989 slice of pizza, and uh, it's pretty good. But that's all he knows. He knows the more and nothing else. And <laughs> he just was not, you know, pulling his weight on the pizza team. And he had to be dishonorably discharged nice yes. so he's still out he's ousted once you're he's out, out. he's a kid never i mean we take him on a trip like taking somebody's son on a trip with us but he, <laughs> he he's not in the private you know the private behind the scenes right know, actions of the group. now are you now once you're in the pizza club are you allowed to leave or you're locked in for life like you, the mall? You, you can't leave but you could get thrown out but you can't you're leave. allowed to leave with no repercussions you don't get whacked you can't leave. You can't just say, I'm leaving. You, if you get thrown out, there's a certain ritual that happens, <laughs> a ceremony that takes place, right. and you're out. Does Nobody it involve a burning has, saint or no? It involves salt. <laughs> it involves matches. It involves a knife. And I don't want to say what else. Okay. Salt matches a knife. These are the things that could be found in the, the place that we do it in the back room. Right. And then we have to bring the extra ingredients. And then it's a little ceremony that takes place. It's very disturbing for the, let's call him a victim. And uh, he's out. And then, and then, he and then never you're, will you're be out. the same. He's never been the same. I feel because in the outside world, he's a friend. But when he comes to that, that's that. There's nothing we could do. Right. I got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking Richie. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, shit. Anything oh, you want? Boy. What happened? I was just apologizing to Craig. Sorry about the way things happened. Oh, yeah. That's all right. Well, listen, he did it to himself, right? You got to pull your weight. He got into he got into something knowing the consequences. You know, it's like, it's like listen, if I, if I go to one of the fucking guys that, that is sitting there in the Italian cafe and I'm in a bind and I ask him for 5000 and I agree to a whatever VIG and I don't come up with my money... He didn't come to me. I know what I'm getting myself into. Yeah. So if I get my legs broken, I can't say shit because I know the consequences. Yeah. Craig so, made a mistake. A mistake is all right. He did it again. And it's time to say good night. All right. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> good shit. What else? You got anything for me? What the fuck else is going on over there? 
You got work in the morning? You were off today? I got work in the morning, baby. You got, you were off today, though, like a gentleman. Today's a holiday, Columbus Day. It's a concrete union. So there's three concrete labor unions in the city, local 18A, local 6A, local 20. I'm in local 18A, which ha- happens to be all Irish. I don't know how I got stuck with these animals, but that's the one I'm in. But for all of them, it is a holiday. So if we work today, they have to pay us double. So, of course, they always say there's no work. See, I had a choice. Like, I had a choice to go in or not because I get paid for the day anyway. But I went in because I get the day anyway, and I go in, I get time and a half. So it's like double time and a half. Oh, beautiful. So, of course, I, it would say it's my regular shift anyway. Actually, I, I went in an hour early and left an hour early. It's my regular shift anyway. So yeah. my boss is like, oh, you want to work next Monday? I'm like, what's next Monday? Oh, Columbus Day. Well, yeah, because I thought it was wow. you would, I thought it was a normal day anyway. So, yeah, why not? You're Paisan and you don't even know that. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't pay attention to Columbus Day. I, it makes no difference to me. Oh, I, I thought you were an American. I'm sorry. What I am, but it makes no difference. I don't take any of this shit serious. None of Listen, it. Listen, a lot of people can complain about Columbus Day. True or false? Yeah, but why? You're screaming into an echo chamber. All right, but he was maybe a nasty guy when he lived. I don't know. But do you it's know probably why Columbus a piece Day, of shit. A lot of people back then were all pieces of shit. Do you know why Columbus Day exists? You tell me. Because he discovered America, which many, he many, many years ago, uh-huh. there was a mass lynching in New Orleans. Okay. The biggest mass lynching in American history. Okay. You know against who? Who? Oh. Italians. Okay. So Italy became enraged the uh the represent the representation from the italian government over in america left they were talking about going to war these people were pulled out of a a jail from police and lynched in the square and think 16 in one shot largest lynching in american history so the american government was scrambling they wanted to make peace and they started throwing the idea around of a day for italians italian americans to be proud of and they had a couple people in mind uh, who they were going to make the day around. And the American government settled with Christopher Columbus just to basically throw them a bone. Right. Poor, persecuted people. We're going to throw them a bone to shut them right. up. Right. So now this this holiday that started because it was trying to alleviate some pain of a poor, persecuted group of people. Now it turns into the, those people are the enemy. Of course. Of Christopher Columbus's perceived history with the natives of, I think he landed in Puerto Rico, right? Yes. And the seats was a ratty guy, maybe. I don't know, but people don't even know. You know what I mean? People don't even know. See, that's another thing. People just fucking follow the trend. My friend is agreeing with this, and my friend says that. So I have to follow my friend, or else my friend's going to think that I'm a piece of shit and I'm not going to have friends. So I'm going to just go along with it, and no one likes each other anyway because everyone talks shit about everybody anyway. So let's just. And then next thing you know, the whole narrative has changed. So basically, it's it's a day, you know, it was a day to help out immigrants uh, or make them feel like they had something. Right. And uh, it turned into a day to villainize uh, a right. group of people, the great Italian-Americans who gave right. this country so much. And including the Bank of America, so which originally was the Bank of Italy. Did Same. you know that? No, I didn't. Thank you. Amerigo Vespucci. The great explorer that this country was named after. See that? Another Italian. But right. will we ever have an Italian president? No, never. Because they make us look like criminals on TV. You ever see a Little Caesar commercial? Of course. 
with his big nose and he goes, pizza, pizza. That's all he talks about. What a racist. It's racist. How come all of us Italians don't fucking rally and want them him canceled? Well, I want to cancel. I want that fucking commercial. No, the stop TV. with the canceling. Stop crying. Plus, that's crappy fucking pizza. Oh, it's I don't want that pizza, pizza represent. Look at my finger. That looks so dope. I don't want pe- that pizza representing <laughs> my people. That looks so dope, he says. So that fucking dope on my screen. Yeah, I see it. It's in my fucking room. I know. <laughs> How about this? Like, Sonny, I don't want that fucking pizza. That's right. You had a poly walnuts. Did you like Many Cents in Newark or you hated it? I thought it was okay. And it was. Uh, right. Me too. It was, it was okay at best. It wasn't horrible. It definitely wasn't great. No. And the things that made Sopranos great were long, unedited dialogue between just two people. Correct. No music in the background. Yeah. Dialogue that would go on three minutes, four yeah. minutes, five, which is long for cinema. Yeah, sure. And you could not have that in a movie. Everything was just seemed very fast paced. If you're a mega fan, there's some cool things that happen. That you're yeah. Like, oh, wow. Oh, that's that person. Oh, like, that's actually... Yeah, but like that, that shit I liked. And certain little things, like when Paulie Walnuts is sitting there and he, and he has his fingers like, there's women over here. And he has this going on. And the way Sylvia, how young Sylvia was walking and shit. Like certain yeah. shit like that. Like all these little, yeah, I enjoyed it. There was a few oh shit moments, but overall I was underwhelmed. But then again, I also have to separate it. And I can't be looking for a fucking The Sopranos that was on for like 10 years and expect it to be just as good and involved yeah. in a two-hour movie about yeah, how could it even compare to that. Yeah, you can't. It's a different animal. So people are looking for the Sopranos. They're like this movie sucked. Uh, was it what I expected? No, but was it bad? It wasn't. Though the audio bothered me. Like there was real scenes where the music in the background was so loud. Yeah, you couldn't even tell what people were talking about. This series never had that kind of stuff right. going on. Another thing that bothered me is this is so unrealistic. Uh, Dickie Moltisante is now dating his stepmother, his father's dead father's wife, right in right. front of the whole crew, and right. nobody thinks twice about it. Or this is a little weird. It's nobody a little says, weird. "Come on, now." That's but she wound up where she belonged. That's as crazy as the great classic Godfather having a non-Italian consigliere in the crew. That just would never happen. It's far fetched. Correct. So people praise The Godfather, and I understand it's a great, it's a really great cinema, but yeah. there's some far-fetched things in The Godfather. You would never have a non-Italian consigliere. He could never get to that point. No, of course He could not. only be a hangaround. That's right. right. He can't get made, period. Yeah. He has, like you, some devil blood in him. Not pure. <laughs> right. I do. Yeah. Whether it be Irish, Scottish, English. Yeah, there's Irish. There might be a little bit of English, too. I don't know. I, we I, call listen, that I'm- devil blood. I'm go- Yeah, I'm going by what my mother and my father said, but then they're going by what their parents said. Nobody knows fucking nothing. I could be Japanese and Haitian for all I know. You got to take I'm the like- DNA test. Yeah, but then again, I think that's weird. I took it. Yeah? It said 100% Italian and 100% American. <laughs> You're so that's st- that. Right. They said it's the first time the test ever came back like that. Right. They sent me a letter with it. Yep. Did, did you actually really take it? No, I didn't take that shit. I already know. I know. I go back to my, my people. I go back to, to the Calabria all the time. And they say, Richie, <laughs> you got to take a test. I know. All right. Fair enough. Oh, fuck, man. Good shit, man. Good shit. 
So, uh, so yeah, once again, let's be, now there's an Instagram page for Z9. It's just at Z9 band, right? Yes. But so, Z9 has an, that exclamation, right? right? But on Instagram, they, you, they don't allow you to use that. Unfortunately. Right. So it's yeah. just at Z9 band. Uh, and don't forget wisdom and chains. Of course. We got fast break records. We got post America podcast. And we got now the podcast we briefly talked about, Rule of Three. Yes. It's the OG Gavin from Broad Street Breakdown. and Joe. Is that, does that have a page or anything like that or not? It doesn't. It doesn't. Maybe one of those guys will set it off. It's very loose. We do like one a month. Yeah. And with nothing to talk about, when you know Joe, if you ever listen to Joe's Hardcores, he's yeah. well, he's well uh, rehearsed. and uh, Yeah, prepared. I don't have time to rehearse. I yeah, just fucking wing it all the time. It's a different style than his podcast, where he, when he has a, a an, an interviewee, he yeah. really, you know, does his homework. I'm more right. like your approach, but uh, yeah. So it's fun for Joe to do this one where we just talk and bullshit. And- yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you should set that up, even, even because you don't want to promote it or whatever. But just to let people be aware of it, if they just want to yeah. listen and kill time or whatever, you know, it's entertaining yeah. shit like Broad Street Breakdown and all that. It's all fucking entertaining, bro. Yeah, I love Broad Street Breakdown. I wish yeah. there was more, but they do that at their convenience. I know I do. Which is which is which is yeah. cool. It is what it is. That's awesome. Listen. And I've been listening to Vinny's other podcast, Knock Him Out the Box, the boxing one, because I'm a big boxing fan. And right. yo, that guy knows his box. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. His fucking name is fucking named after fucking Vinny Pazienza. It's like, I would hope you should. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So very good. So that's what we got going on. I think I named everything. Yeah. Um, like we said, the pre-orders for Z9 up yeah. right now. There's an REM cover in the mix. I'm not a big REM fan, but when I heard that song, I imagined the guitar chords being cool if they were like heavy. All right. You know what I mean? I just wanted to do it, have fun with it. So it's a project we did for fun out in the woods of the Poconos during the creepiest times of the year. We started last October and it's coming out this October. Halloween is everything around here. We don't celebrate Christmas, birthdays, no. or anything in Pennsylvania, only Halloween. Yeah. So we're excited for this release. All right. Awesome. Fast break records. All right. Yo, we, when, when, when am I fucking coming on the fucking post America? What am I fucking chop liver, bro? Come on, stop. Whenever it. you want. I don't do the, the video stuff, though. And I know you like to be on there because you're a very handsome guy. So I just do. Uh, no, this only started because of fucking pandemic or else I was always for, it was always this audio face to face. Why so is this black and white, though? I like it. But what do you is there a uh, reason? Uh, no. It's just black and white. I don't know. I just go bang. Black and white. Look, I got bad lighting. Look at this light bulb. Well, you see, you see, like I have crazy lights too. And if I just do black and white, it just makes everything nice and, you know, just the same. Yeah. That's the only couple times that I did this while I was talking to to the guy. They said, yo, what's behind you? An apparition went by a couple times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you're talking about ghosts. Yeah. Baby, we know what's up. I know. There's a Ramones cover on that. On what? Pocono Ghost, Wisdom and Chains. Oh, yeah, there is, there is. You didn't even get that reference. It's your own band. It's Matty. <laughs> Richie, why didn't you get that, Richie? You should have known. <laughs> a lot of people say Richie should have known that. Right. A lot of people. You say, you I'll, ta- I'll take that cover of the Ramones because it's like heavy and it's not, you know, feminine. Yeah. No, Ray, listen, I can see people not digging the Ramones, but as a band, yeah, we do love the Ramones. All right, listen, I'm not mad at you. You can like whatever you want. Years ago, we did a whole set of Ramon songs, and it's recorded. I was thinking about putting it out, but... Why wouldn't you? I, I, it might not sound good. I got to listen. Every Ramon's ball hugger would fucking buy that. 
I got to see if it sounds good, though. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah, you, have, you have fucking. And I might need a special guy in the background to yell motherfucker after the first song. Let if me I don't know. have that, then I, yeah. Let me know. I'll drive right to the Poconos. No problem. We might have to edit that in if there's not one already. I'm down. My man. No royalties, no nothing. Just put me in the thank you list. That's nah, it. We'll throw you a couple fazools, 10K, whatever you need. No, nah, I don't need nothing. All right. Just a little hey, thanks to uh, blah, blah, blah in the credits. That's it. There you go. So I don't want money. I don't give a fuck. I have a job. Okay. Wow. This guy's a very, he's a real conservative guy. I like that. No, I don't give a shit. I'm not out for fucking money. Whatever. I work for what I got. And that's that. I do other shit for fun. I work to live. I don't live to work, my man. Hmm. You know? I, I know the feeling. I do the same yeah. thing. Good shit. I do the same exact thing. So when are you, when are you doing it? When, when's the episode of the Post-America Podcast with me coming out? When are we doing it? Whenever you want. Let me yeah, know. but I have, I have to come to Pennsylvania for it? No, I do them all Zoom now. So you don't do video? Uh, yeah, no, I just record the audio off Zoom. But I'll be, able to, I'll be able to see you, though, right? I have to be able to see you to fucking get the vibe. Usually, no, but if you want, I could put the camera on. I'm well, yeah, because you could be making like the jerk off symbol at me and while yeah, I'm talking to you, and I need to be. Would you rather not see that. it if I was doing that? Like, no, because that makes good banter. Oh, okay, okay. I need to see what's happening in the room to go with my mood and what to say and what the fuck are you doing over there and shit. <laughs> what's happening in the room? <laughs> Take a look. All right. There's nothing. I'm well, gonna, if I'm there's other people, I'll be you, Joe, whoever. Those guys haven't been on the podcast in a long time. Yeah, but they should. They should, but they're very busy. I don't know listen, how they're so busy, but listen, Jotham, you could fucking take an hour out of your day. You would think. You would think that's he could, but he's always welcome on, and he's always welcome on as the, the host or as a guest. It's his podcast to do with as he will. All right, let's set it up. I'm down. But you got to do video. I don't care if you put the video out. You got to do video so I can see what's happening. If it helps, if it makes you more comfortable, anything to help our guests feel com comfortable. There you go. There you go. All right, good. Wisdom and Chains, Z9. And well, you don't have an Instagram. You run the Wisdom and Chains page. And, Sometimes. you know, all that shit. Who else has access to it? You do, no? Every, the whole band. Okay. The whole band. If, if you're getting positive feedback from messages, it's me. Anything negative you don't like is probably somebody else. <laughs> very good fair enough <laughs> nice good shit brother well listen like I said I'm only half joking about the post-America thing I just wanted to put you on the spot on purpose to be an asshole but uh oh, come on anytime yeah. I mean I don't do it very often and the last couple of things I did solo but I'm down the last thing I did was Carl Earth Crisis and that's probably almost two months ago maybe come on man get your fucking act together what's it's the matter hard it's very hard man. not hard everyone makes a fucking makes a big deal out of something that's not a big deal at all you just do it that's it yeah it's it's hard in the sense of a lot of the guests change last minute cancel stuff like that not me if i'm gonna make a plan i make a plan that's how i am but unfortunately not everybody's like that well so, you know they need to smarten up and be more like yeah. me and you I had Alex Van Halen, the drummer Van Halen, ready to go, and then he couldn't do it. He had diarrhea. Like, See? Things happen. Right. Know? So, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Good. Richie Crutch. Thank you, sir. And, uh, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'll talk to you soon, brother. Bye, right, man. Good All luck. Right. Peace. Peace.
Save your team! 